Cambridge Breakfast with Julian Clover. Cambridge 105 Radio. We're going to be talking about a new children's book that's come literally out of Eddington uh, in the city. New uh, development there, of course, backed by the university. Uh, the book is called Elkie Is Not My Dog. And uh, it's been illustrated by my next guest, who is Tonka Azu. Have I said that right, first of all? Yeah, Tonka Azu, yeah. OK, now that's good. And that's actually a contraction of your, of your proper name, which is even longer and more complicated. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, where, where are you from originally? I'm Bulgarian. I grew up in Sofia, in Bulgaria, and uh, then I moved to Italy, Bologna. So I'm yeah, I can feel that there's a bits of Italian in the in, in the accent uh, there yes. as well. And how long have you been in Cambridge? Uh, since 2007. Okay, so, so al- al- almost naturalised here. It's, uh, getting... Yeah, I feel at home. Yeah, no, it's a good, good thing too. Um, tell me first of all about uh, the book and and how, how you met uh, the author of the uh, of the book, who's uh, Elena Melville. Yeah, so I met Elena Revalo Melville. Uh, we knew each other from the master co- course in uh, children's book illustration. Uh, but then we kept bumping into each other because we were doing the school run together in Eddington, <laughs> where our children were studying at the time. And uh, the book started on one of the school runs when uh, Elena prompted me to tell her childhood story. I was having an artist block and was complaining, oh, I, I need to illustrate. I don't have stories in me. And uh, I taught her the story of this stray dog uh, and our friends, children, childhood friends, street companions. Uh, and um, she wrote to me uh, basically five years ago, exactly to the day and maybe to the hour. She wrote to me a text message saying, Tonka, I have a story. I've written a picture book. Uh, call me. And that's how it all started. And uh, on and off, I've worked on the illustrations since then and uh, Scallywalk press uh, picked it up and uh, they published uh, Elena's previous book as well. Um, it's a long sort of gestation period really for a book. It feels it anyway. Well, maybe, maybe it isn't. I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, I think it is on the longer side but it's been, uh, there was COVID in between and uh, I, um, I think yeah, after, after COVID we started properly working on it. Uh, the text was basically ready but mm. uh, I started working. And what do you do? Do you, do you sit down and read through the book and start to sketch? Is that, that kind of how it works? Yes, it was on the back of my mind all along. Uh, there was a, actually there is a lot of teamwork and a lot of collaboration. Uh, I worked with uh, art director uh, Goldie Broad and uh, the editor of the book is Janice Thompson. So there were um, quite a few people involved and the publisher um, and uh, yeah, uh, it's, uh, I like the way that a children's book still needs an editor and all the other back team that uh, you you might have on a I don't know some sort of novel or sort of you know big budget detective story. It's, it's a very serious work. We have been in, I mean uh, the editor and the lender have been discussing commas and uh, um, <laughs> and and is there much of Eddington in the book itself? Uh, not in the book. Uh, actually, there is a lot of Sophie in the book because the events happened uh, in Bulgaria. I uh, I was very connected to this childhood story and I um, included all the setting, all the places are modelled on my grandma's apartment block. Uh, Does it help to get something like that in the mind in order to, I don't know, for consistency as much as anything else, of knowing what kind of buildings would go with the other buildings? Yes, and also for the real sense of place. To feel, mm. uh, to, it was important for us that the story felt real. Uh, there are lots of layers of uh, meaning. So it's about 
community and about home and uh, otherness, um, uh, empathy, but also it's about the freedom uh, and the agency of the children. They play on the street and this is an important topic for me as well. Um, that the children uh, are free, which is very, I think, very relevant to children nowadays mm. as well. And, and children, they do like, they, they like sort of a, I don't know, a sort of a comforting story, don't they? They, they, they like, uh, they like familiarity. We were talking at the beginning of the week on the programme, I don't know if you've come across a children's TV show called Bagpuss. It's 50 years old as of Monday of, of this week. And you would think that they made hundreds of episodes of this thing, and they made about 13. But the kids remember them, or at least <laughs> kid, people who were kids when it was on first time around. And like books, like a good book, you just want to read the book over and over again. Yeah, good books have this in them, that there are many layers, and also different ages you can read more into them. Um, so on the first glance you see us one type of story, but hopefully, and we are very curious to know what our readers will, will see in it because we each have put things in their seed, little seeds. But uh, ah, it's interesting. very interesting we'll to see, see uh, how much more they will read. And yeah, it is uplifting and comforting story, but it, there is also sadness. And uh, I think it's, it's interesting uh, to have all the range of emotions. Yeah, the, the book itself is out in a couple of weeks, I think, uh, to coincide with World Book Day. Yes, exactly. And uh, we are planning uh, to uh, do a whole day event in the University of Cambridge Primary School in Eddington. Um, and uh, we will read the book, do assemblies with the children there, some workshops, author and illustrator workshops. Uh, so we're very excited about that. And, and when you're not illustrating Elke is not my dog, you're also an associate lecturer, I think, just across the way at the, at the ARU as part of their illustration course which is very very well known i think in in literary circles oh yes uh even before coming to cambridge i knew about the course and uh um both me and elena are alumna from uh the masters in children's book illustration there is also very good uh, children's book ba uh, uh, sorry um, illustration ba and other creative courses uh, and right now um there is the show of the ma students in london and uh, it will then come to the Ruskin Gallery uh, in a week. And uh, anybody can get into that if they, yeah, if they the want Ruskin to, Yeah, the Ruskin Gallery, yes, they, it's open during the weekdays, practically the whole day, until 8pm, I think. And there's also this uh, one at uh, the, the Grand Arcade, I think, at the, at the moment, uh, Sketch to Story. You can uh, go down there and see um, a little bit more about the work of the various artists. Yes, that one is also very interesting. I would love to go and see it. Uh, it's about uh, work that not necessarily ended up in books, but some uh, of this work is developmental work and it's uh, original sprints. Uh, so uh, I think it's interesting to see the process of mm. how a book is created. And I'm intrigued that you know, the whole uh, Masters in children's book illustration, not book illustration, but children's book illustration, I, I guess it's, uh, it is very much a whole specialized field in, in its own right yes and it i think yeah it was the first in in the world the first master's degree in children's book illustration uh, created by professor martin salisbury and now led by uh, shelley jackson um and uh, yes it is uh it is a specific field but it doesn't mean that uh you have to only i uh, for example i myself love drawing children so it was a natural i was finding it for a bit but it's an, it was a natural 
uh, way. And do you have a particular particular style which you've sort of, or do you vary it from from book to book? I like to change from book to book, also because some of my other books were for um, babies, for very young children, okay. and I was author as well. So things really. Uh, depend. I, I like to change myself, uh, and also the media, whether I use uh, um, watercolor or uh, or digital. Pencil. And then what happens? I'm, I'm intrigued. What then happens to the the draw the original drawings that you do? Do they just go through the the printing process as if they were? I guess you know, for my days in magazines, as if they were a, a, a photograph or something would would go through the go through the process and then find themselves in 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 the book. Oh, it depends on the on the media. Uh, a lot of uh, manipulation is usually. Um, so, do other people end up working on your illustration just to, as part, of, not necessarily to change it, just as part of the production process? It depends. Okay. For example, in a book uh, I'm working uh, in Italy, they ask to to scan it themselves to scan the work, even though I have. So I have. Uh, Manipulated. So you are. This is interesting. So these days, would you send the the publisher a digital scan of the of the work rather than I guess in the old days you would have sent a nice cardboard envelope with everything in carefully wrapped. These days, I I yes. guess you can send an email or Dropbox it or something across. I think it's a mix. Yes, ah. it's a it's a real mix, and uh, there is some color calibration uh, usually done, and uh, it depends on on what the the artist uses, the illustrator uses, and also uh, on. Uh, I think on the publisher whether they want to to be involved in in this process. I think uh, it varies. Yeah. Okay. Well, the but the book Elkie is not my dog, uh, which uh, which sounds fab. Um, uh, we just say it was out in a couple of weeks, coinciding with World Book Day. That launch at the primary school in Eddington, where it kind of all started off on the uh, on on the school run. Um, Tonka, thank you very much for coming in and uh, and chatting to us this morning. Thank you very much for having me. Bye. Cambridge 105 Radio.